passengers, and welcome to the Midnight Train Podcast, where we bring the dark to light. <laughs> I haven't done that in a while. <laughs> like that? Uh, that was a little better. Yeah. I mean, I didn't like... Mine sounds like I have emphysema. Anyway, <laughs> we're listener discretion is always advised. Make sure you are aware of that. And, of course, we make fun of a joke about creepy stuff while bringing you as much information on each topic as possible. We are a comedy podcast, and things can get pretty dark because we talk about some pretty dark topics, like today. <laughs> yeah. So if you're not into that, listen, we get it, no hard feelings. But if you are, thanks for being just as twisted and screwed up as we are. Yes, thank you. You know what I'm saying. You. I'm your host, the conductor of the cryptic, Jonathan Sayer, and with me, of course, is the one and only Logan. Yay. Is that your call on sign? Yeah, it's just going to be, yay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, if you're new here, welcome to the train. Grab a seat. And uh, yeah, let's. we're going to go on a ride. So right? you want them to actually physically grab their seat? Yes, like whatever seat they're sitting in right now. Just I, grab it. I just want them to grab it. Just a handful of seat. Just, yeah, like, yes. <laughs> That'd be amazing. <laughs> like, hold on to it. Okay, now let go. <laughs> so yes, uh, listen, on the Patreon for this past week, we just dropped it a couple days ago, and uh, we did the Bridgewater Triangle. Weird ass right? shit. Over in Massachusetts, over there with the Boston guys, where they talk like this the entire time. Don't forget about the Hockamuck. Yeah, the Hockamuck. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear uh, that and how we talk about that and destroy the Bostonian accent... Well, then sign up to uh, Patreon. Just go over to the midnightdreampodcast.com or, you know, just look for whatever. You, just, yeah. you can't find it on Patreon because we're adult content. Oh. Yeah. So you actually have to go to um, OnlyFans? Correct. Gotcha. We should do an OnlyFans. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where all we do is really bad imitations. No, all we do is just crack open beers and drink them. That's our only While fans. making really bad imitations. I like that, though. In impressions. Yes. No. What would you call that? That's an imitation, right? Yeah. Like a, we're imitating people who do bad impressions. Yes, like a, a, somebody's lang a foreign language in, in language language <laughs> imitation, if you will. <laughs> anyway, get on over there. Sign up. Be cool like the rest of the poopers because they're freaking yeah. amazing. And you're probably like, why the hell do they call them poopers? Well, sign up for our Patreon and you'll find out. Yeah. You can do that just at patreon.com forward slash accidental dads, by the way. You could do that too. So anyway, and uh, that's and we'll talk about that later. So enough of the business crap. Yeah, fuck the business crap. All right. You know me, I like to get right into this. Yeah, meat and potatoes. Right. Yeah. So let's uh, turn down the lights. Oh. Adjust our seats. Okay. Grab a drink. Got to. Because we're playing some fun games today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And let's get creepy. But first, here's a toast to all you beautiful thumb bitches. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually uh we were just talking before we started that we we're thinking about that uh, we need a new 
drink pop song. Yeah, and I need some people to give us some advice on this, all right? Not yeah. that advice. Uh, opinions, because everyone has a great opinion. And I want to know. Should no. we do? <laughs> Especially our listeners. Yes, our listeners have phenomenal they opinions. actually do. Like, we have, truthfully, we have some of the greatest yeah. listeners I love all the, but anyway, the banter back and forth yeah, and stuff. They're awesome. so great. And the way they just get online and talk about crazy stuff. And they're always posting cool memes and shit. Yeah. It's, it's great. And I Heck love it. Heck yeah, man. Yeah, so make sure you guys are over there on Facebook and whatnot and finding us. And Twitter, I'd say, yeah, Twitter, man. You know, yeah. that's how I feel about Twitter. Yeah, you can tweet Bush if you want. I don't care. Yeah, what? Oh. Yeah. Anyway, you needed uh, you need uh, backup, yeah, right? We need, yeah, we need to figure out what do you guys, what, what should the next intro be? Should it be like genre esque? Should it be very dubstepy? Should it, uh, that was really good. Okay, make sure there's more what the fucks in there though. Okay, um, or very country. Welcome to the Podcast. That's really good. Okay, should be metal. Podcast. Okay, or should it be like something you know funky, like maybe a little 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 pop. Midnight train podcast. I like that. That should just be one intro right there. All that, the whole gamut of it. But I, you know, it needs to be uplifting and moving because I mean, you know, it's the drink pop. It's a, it's the energetic. We want to get you guys hyped up to talk about what we're talking about. You know, yeah. And what are we talking about? We're not one of those drab podcast where people just sit there and just go and he walked into the room and there was death <laughs> even though now i want to do that i know it's be kind of it was pretty just pretty very awesome. with get, some ominous music behind yes, it yes get like those asmr mics so they can hear everything <laughs> <laughs> i couldn't listen to it i could i hate it i hate that so much all right so today we are actually talking about and diving into the history of the friggin electric chair is that the name of it Yes, you didn't know that? No, I didn't. The full name of the electric chair is friggin' electric chair. I thought chair. it was chair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess you can't really get the friggin' out when you're turning. Yeah. So we're going to go through it and kind of discuss the entire history of it here and, and exactly, you know, where it came from, where you know how it came to be and whatever. So yeah. an American-developed method of execution known as the electric chair involves strapping the condemned individual to a specially constructed wooden chair okay, mm-hmm. and electrocuting them using electrodes attached to their head and leg. And oh. we've all seen movies, or, or if you're crazy enough to watch things like uh, the, the Faces of Death when I was younger. Oh. Yeah, you ever see any of those? No. Okay. Uh, like public execution. Nineties. It was all like death stuff, and they would show like you know, like actual murder scenes oh. and like stuff like that. I don't know how much of it was real. Like cops. No, no, no. Like, oh. like, like messed up stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, like like autopsy stuff and oh. things like that. It was pretty. It's pretty raw. And if you guys remember mm. Faces of Death, please uh, let me know if you guys watch that because that just it, it'll make me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember watching those and. It was messed up. There was a lot of stuff there. Where I was just like, you know oh. what I mean? Yeah, but they, they showed a couple of those and whatnot. So Interesting. Yeah, at least I think they did. I could have made all that up in my head. It is a possibility. Yeah, it, it happens. Yeah, I do that. Like this whole episode I made up in my head. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So Alfred P. Southwick, a mm-hmm. dentist from Buffalo, New York, proposed this form of execution in 1881. It was developed during the 1880s as a purportedly, oh, nice word, hmm. merciful substitute for hanging. And it was first used in 1890. And we've talked about hanging, uh, you know, as a form of execution when we've talked about uh, executions. Go back and listen to those episodes and stuff. So, you know, when we talked about that, that sometimes it, it just, it didn't work. No. So there were times where people would just hang there. Mm-hmm. 
and pretty much just suffocate to death. Yeah. There were times where heads would just pop right off. Oh, like a little dandelion. They didn't gauge like the weight and stuff because there's a lot that goes into it because it's physics. Yeah, you, know, you got to figure out what's the length of the rope, the weight of the person. You know, all these things kind of mattered. And yeah, there was a lot. This is also back in the day when like public executions were a big thing. Yeah. Which I don't know. I would go. I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it happening today. Especially if it was like somebody really bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a lot of these. Would you guys go to a public execution? Do you think the listeners would go? Probably. Our, our passengers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They all you, seem, know, you know how popular true crime stuff is now? Yeah, they all seem pretty fucked up. Yeah, right? a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's good. In a good way. When I say that, you guys all know what I mean. Like, in a yes. good way. In an amazing way. Yeah. And yes. like, you know what I mean? Like, if there was some creepy pedo dude that oh, was sure. being executed or something like that, I think people would go to that, Heck right? Yeah, man. Or I always still like uh, uh, Riley's uh, uh, thinking thing or whatever on, like, the whole aliens versus predator thing. Drop in the Coliseum and just let them fight, you know, kind of thing. Like the Running Man. Yeah. 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 You've seen that, right? Yes, I've yeah. seen the Running it's Man. It's amazing. Yes. It's Arnold. He's like, all these people coming around. I don't want to do it. Stop it. Are, give, you, are, give, you, are you stud? Give, I'm a stud. Who's <laughs> <laughs> my stogie? so of course you know they wanted to substitute hanging all right the technique of uh, uh, (laughs) execution (laughs) already has oh yeah it's fun (laughs) has been utilized for many years in the philippines and in the uh, united states of course Mm -hmm. you know death was first thought to arise from brain injury okay but research in 1899 revealed that ventricular fibrillation and ultimately cardiac arrest are the main causes of death Oh, so they thought that people would just, their brains would fry? Yeah, they, back you know, when zombies were running around like crazy, it was always go for the head. But now it's more like, well, if you screw up their heart, they'll just fall over. Double tap. Yeah. 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 I heard a really weird thing the other day. Uh-oh. Again, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. You know? Those um, are the best. And if you guys ever want to know the podcast I listen to, of course, I've talked about it numerous times, but I listen to a lot of weird shit. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to one, and uh, did you know that if somebody dies in a house fire, mm-hmm. and... You know, just whatever. Let's just say there was no damage done to their skull. Right. And all of a sudden, um, apparently their their heads actually explode due to the severity of the heat. So there's been times where if somebody's like shot in the head and left and someone burns the house down and they walk in and their head hasn't exploded, they know there's been cranial damage. Oh, because all like the 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 pressure, pressure, whatever is released. builds up and just... Huh, like a popcorn. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? I didn't realize our, we were corn. It's it's crazy to me. That is that is absolutely insane. Well, I've never actually seen that, though. So. Yeah, I don't want to see that. I, I don't I've seen scanners, and it was kind of messed up. I don't know. I so. kind of want to see that anyway. You would? Yeah. You'd like to see someone's head just... just Mama had a baby, and his head popped off. I mean, I, I want to know if it's like... If it actually explodes, or if it just like turns inside out kind of thing. You know what what I mean? does? Like the head. Like if it actually like into a million kajillion pieces... Or if like there's like a little crack and it just your brain just starts like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I guess it's like, just weird to me. It is weird. It but. is, but but it also makes a lot of sense because if you have that, uh, I guess your brain or your skull maintains so much pressure inside of it right. that it would explain why a lot of times when people are shot in the head, it pops. that it goes boop and goes out the other way or whatever. Yeah, it wouldn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, so I don't know. I just thought it was a fun little fact. Yeah, interesting. Never never knew that. <laughs> but then again, I don't really go around looking for that. I do. Anyway, <laughs> despite the fact that the electric chair has long been associated with the death sentence in the U.S., lethal injection, which is generally regarded as a more compassionate mode of execution, has replaced the electric chair as the preferred method of execution, even though, as we've talked about before, it is not good as well. No. 
It's not good, and that's why a lot, most of these plates, you can't get the stuff for the lethal injection, the chemicals and stuff, because the countries that produce it are like, no, you're using it to kill people. Right. And they're like, but are we? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, and they don't really even know, like, what the... Um, the extent of the the pain and anguish that they go through right you know and again if it was 100% this guy did it it's you know at 100% it, you know whatever yeah. then fuck him anyway right you know, i know cruel and unusual punishment whatever but it's never that cut and dry there's always gray area or gray matter Aww. if you will Aww. <laughs> All right, so except in Tennessee and South Carolina, where it may be used without the prisoner's consent if the medications for lethal injection are not available, we're talking about the electric chair. They actually can use it mm-hmm. if they can't get the, the chemicals yeah. for for well, this. Yeah. They don't want them waiting in line for the next 30 years. So they're yeah. just like, hey, well, we don't got this, so here's this. That's so fucked up. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it, it makes sense. But I mean, yeah, whatever. You yeah. Know. In the states of Alabama and Florida, where lethal injection is an alternate technique, electrocution is an optional method of execution as of 2021. Again, listen to a podcast uh, actually today, if I'm not mistaken, Ooh. where the guy was found guilty for killing his wife, I do believe, and sentenced oh. to death. And um, you could choose between the two, mm-hmm. and he chose the electric chair. Yeah, and I guess out of the 93, only three people have ever chosen the, since you were able to choose between the two. In, in that state, I'm trying to think what state it was. It might have been Alabama mm. or Florida. I don't know. Maybe. Anyway. Yeah, maybe. So anyway, just saying, inmates who are condemned to death for crimes committed before March 31st of 1998 and who elect electrocution as their method of execution no longer have access to the electric chair. Instead, they are put to death by lethal injection, as are those who do not pick electrocution. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those all suck. In most places, uh, most states and stuff have put a moratorium on executions anyway. Right. That's why these people will be in prison for, ba- they're going to die in prison before they get electrocuted. Yeah. You know, because most of them are like, it's just, we're going to put a moratorium now, so it might come back. But in the meantime, you're going to be in that hole by yourself for the next, you know, next 50 years of your life. All right. Which is, you know, again, we've talked about this before on the show. What's worse? Yeah. Being kept up and cooped up in a little like eight by eight cell mm-hmm. by yourself, maybe only allowed out for one hour a day. If that. Yeah. For the remainder of your life or being executed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How much does it cost to flip the lights on the electric chair? I, uh, I guess we'll talk about it. I we? guess we will. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. In the event that a judge rules that lethal in, uh, injection is unlawful, electrocution is also permitted in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, nope, listen, I don't really think that... Uh, Lethal injection's gonna be uh, all right. Put him in the chair. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Grab the marshmallows, us. We're gonna have a good time. So, if alternative methods of execution are later determined to be unlawful in the state where the execution is taking place, uh, Arkansas, Mississippi, and Oklahoma have permitted the use of the electric chair as a backup method. And as we've talked about it, okay, uh-huh. we've talked about it numerous times. Uh-huh. The firing squad yes. is the definitive, 100% accurate, dead execution style. Yeah. Yeah. The other ones all have very, very, like, smeared results, you know? So, I, I don't know. I just... Smeared. Smeared. <laughs> Smear. Just take your knife and smear it. I don't know. This is from Birdcage. Robin Williams, Birdcage. 
I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, it's great. Really? It's great. And the guy, I can't remember his name right now, but the guy that played Timon yeah. is in it with him. And they're like two gay guys that are they they have a daughter or whatever and oh, they're trying, okay. trying to pretend like they're man and whatever. Yeah, it, dude, it's so yeah, okay. funny. I haven't seen the whole thing, but I have seen parts of it. It is I know amazing. What you're talking about. Yeah, he was trying to teach him how to be a man. He was like, "What do you do with the? T- it's like how you do your toast. You take it and you smear, you smear." And he go, the other guy goes to poke it. He's like, "Oh my god, I pierced the toast!" <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh my god, it's so amazing. So on February eighth, two thousand and eight, the Nebraska Supreme Court ruled that the uh, the state's con- uh, constitution prohibits cruel and unusual punishment, which included electric chair ex- executions. As a result, Nebraska, the only state that continued to use electrocution as the exclusive form of death, stopped carrying out these kinds of executions. Mm-hmm. Okay. So newspaper stories about how the high voltages used the, uh, to power arc lighting. Okay. We, we following this here? Mm-hmm. A type of brilliant outdoor street lighting that required high voltages in the range of uh, 3,000 to 6,000 volts were published one after another in the late 1870s and early 1880s. Okay, so you got street lights. Yeah. You know, gotta, gotta, gotta see. You gotta be able to see it. Yeah, you? my horse has to know where it's going. Right. You know where it's mean? pooping, you know? Yeah, well, I don't think they really care about that because no? they poop behind. So when they're walking, they don't really care. I always thought that would be like really uncomfortable to be riding on a horse and carriage and you're just riding along, having a jolly good time, talk to the missus and the youngins, and all of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> like just right in front of you. <laughs> but it usually just drops, right? They don't have like spray shit, do they? I mean, what do you eat? And they just eat. Hey, hey. <laughs> Maybe he had an upset tummy. I mean, may, ugh. that would be so god. Bad. That just ugh. is walking by. I'm never gonna ride behind a horse again. And not that I ever have, but I would never do that. Yeah. So anyway, this was a strange new phenomenon that appeared to instantly strike a victim dead without leaving a mark. Mm-hmm. Oh. On August seventh, eighteen eighty-one, one of these mishaps in Buffalo, New York, resulted in the invention of the electric chair. George Lemuel Smith, a drunk dock worker, managed to get back inside the Brush Electric Company arc lighting powerhouse that, that evening and touch the brush and ground of a uh, large electric dynamo in search of the excitement of a tingling feeling he had felt while holding the guardrail, which is super fucked up. I mean... Just even just to even think about that. Like, yeah. you know, he's like, touch the guardrail. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, it tingles. Oh. <laughs> then he looks over and he just sees this huge thing. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be much better. Yeah, and then, you know, <laughs> gong. So, of course, he died instantaneously. The coroner who looked into the matter brought it up before a Buffalo area scientific group that year. And the guy we talked about earlier, Alfred P. Southwick, a dentist with a technical background who was also in attendance at the talk, believed the strange event may have some practical use. Interesting. Yeah. So Southwick, the dentist here, participated in a series of studies that involved electrocuting hundreds of stray dogs alongside Dr. George E. Fell and the director of the Buffalo ASPCA. He didn't electrocute them. He worked alongside them electrocuting stray dogs. It, 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 that confused me. <clears throat> yeah. I'm still not cool with that I, at all. Yeah, I would have been happier. If and the ASPCA is involved. I mean. Like, what, what are they? They're like, yeah, I guess it's okay. I mean, we got to figure out. It's, it's, it's for medical purposes. Come here, puppy. <laughs> you know, like, I don't, that seems fucked up. Yeah. So they conducted tests using the dog both in and out of the water, and they experimented with the electrode kind and location until they developed a consistent procedure for electrocuting animals. That sounds great. Oh, isn't that awesome? Yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah, a little bit. 
<laughs> After publishing his theories in scholarly publications in 1882 and 1883, Southwick went on to argue for the employment of this technique as a more compassionate alternative to hanging in capital cases in the early 1880s. I'm sure that money mm, had nothing to do with it. No, you probably know, not. He probably didn't have a stake in it all, right? You no, know? no investment, because right. you know he was the one who came up with the idea. Right. No. So his work gained widespread attention in an effort to create a system that might be scaled up to operate on people. He developed calculations based on the dog experimentation. Okay. So let's see. Uh, this pooch is, uh, let's see, about uh, 22 pounds. Psst. Okay. So we need about uh, 10 times more than that. <laughs> yeah. So early on in his plans, he used a modified dental chair to confine the condemned. This chair would later come to be known as the electric chair. Yeah. You heard that, folks. It started off as a dentist chair. So when you went to the dentist, instead of them drilling your mouth out, they just hooked you up to an electric chair? I almost feel like they're kind of both the same because I'm petrified of the dentist. That's Now you know why. Yeah. Well, is that old, why? I didn't know this. Now I'm really <laughs> petrified by it. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm very, very lucky that I have good teeth. Yeah. You know, uh, I very rarely knock on wood. Very rarely ever get like cavities. I think I've had like one in my life, maybe. Nice. Maybe, maybe two. Um, but, you know, I get cleanings and stuff like that. But man, I every time they get in there, you know, and I had to have a tooth shaved down. Ooh. And it's like, in there. It's kind of like being an electric chair. It's pretty much what it sounds like, I'm yeah. sure. I thought I was going to die. Maybe you were about to get electrocuted. Maybe, yeah. Maybe your past self knew that. Maybe. Ooh. Ooh. Where's it at? <laughs> so, of course, there was growing opposition to hangings in particular and the death penalty in general following a string of botched executions in the U.S. <laughs> Shocker. Get it? Hey! <laughs> a three-person death penalty commission was established in 1886 by newly elected New York State Governor David B. Hill, to look into more humane ways of carrying out executions. Yes. Three yes. people were in charge of figuring out how to make a more humane way of killing right. people. Three people. Bob, um, I suggest that uh, we use um, electricity. Mm. I don't know, George. I, I was kind of thinking that uh, perhaps we just keep using the guns that we have. Yeah, because we all have guns, right? Um, excuse me, fellas. Fellows. Um, what about, and hear me out, um, Pillows. So, no, now listen, it's not painful. We just go over, put it on their face, and smother the fuck out of them. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Henry. <laughs> uh, could you imagine if that was an actual execution? I would actually want to watch that. <laughs> like, uh, you can choose one of the three. Can I get the extra firm pillow, please? <laughs> yeah. I'll use, is it, at like, is it, uh, like, down? Because I'm allergic to goose feathers. Yeah, or is it one of the, um, the, what is it called? The memory foam? The memory foam. <laughs> <laughs> it's extra cold when I put it against your face. <laughs> Can you You're... flip it over? It's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's, it was, it's starting to get warm. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> So dumb. So the commission was chaired by the human rights activist and reformer Elbridge Thomas Gary and included Southwick and lawyer and politician Matthew Hale from New York. So Southwick was on this. Of course he was. He's got something to gain out of this. I mean, yeah. There was growing opposition to hangings in particular and the death penalty in general, of course, because of what we said here. And so, you know, going through this and, you know, they had these guys doing it, whatever. So Hill, um, they, they were looking for more humane ways. Again, the commission was chaired by the human rights activist. And uh, but for, you've got this like three times in here. Wait, what? Yeah. 
You've got it over and over. Mm, I told you I was tired. Yeah. <laughs> so they actually went to uh, the elect. They went to the uh, electrocution of George Fell's dog. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and George Fell had collaborated with Southwick on early 1880s tests. And Fell continued his research by electrocuting sedated, vivisected dogs in an effort to understand how electricity killed a victim. I, I mean, eh, Jesus. The commission suggested uh, execution in 1888 utilizing Southwick's electric chair concept with the convicted person's head and feet hooked to metal wires. With three electric chairs put up at the jails in Auburn, Clinton, and Sing Sing. They further suggested that the state ex, uh, execute prisoners rather than the individual counties. So it's a state-mandated thing. Yes. Okay. These ideas were incorporated into a measure that was approved by the legislature, signed by Governor Hill on June 4th, 1888, and was scheduled to take effect on January 1st of 1889. Hmm. Right. Yeah. So the New York Medico-Legal Society, an unofficial organization made up of, I love unofficial organization, <laughs> made up of physicians and lawyers, was tasked with assessing these uh, the criteria um, for this because the bill itself did not specify the kind or quantity of electricity that should be utilized. So they didn't even know what, how much to put. Yep. I'm just going to turn it on and if you die, you die. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay, when we start, just grab the D batteries. Just use the D batteries. He doesn't feel anything. Oh, grab a nine volt. Put it on his tongue. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, <laughs> bastards. But anyway, since tests um, you know, test up to that point had been conducted on animals smaller than a human, like dogs, some committee members weren't sure that the lethality of alterna alternating current, or AC, had been conclusively proven. In September of 1888, a committee was formed and recommended 3,000 volts. But the type of electricity, direct current, or alternating current wasn't determined. Yeah. So was it... Who made who? Who made you? That's ACDC, get it? <laughs> no, he didn't. Damn it! I don't All know right. that song, but I do know of... How about... Thunderstruck! Yeah, that works better. Okay. That actually works better for this because they're being struck by... Get it? Yeah. Ah, ah, yeah. bingo. Hey. <laughs> At this point, the state's efforts to, uh, to develop the electric chair were mixed up with the conflict between Thomas Edison's direct current power system. Okay, remember Thomas Edison? Oh, yeah. He was kind of a part of the whole light bulb thing. I mean, he kind of figured out how to make them work a little bit better. A little bit, a little bit. Well, Tesla, that's my boy. Yeah. Tesla, Sorry. Tesla's pretty cool, but you know, this next guy's like even cooler. You know why? Because he's still got TVs being made after him. And uh, um, um, what are they called? Uh, um, laundry machines. Laundry machines. Refrigerators. Mm -hmm. Microwaves. And all Edison does is just charge us too much for our electricity now. Anyway, so, <laughs> and, and of course, George Westing, uh, Westinghouse's alternating current-based system, which came to be known as the War of the Currents. You guys didn't know that two rich white dudes had... A fight about whose electricity was more powerful, did you? Nope. Or did you? Mm. I mean, you may have. I don't know. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. Since 1886, the two businesses had been engaged in commercial competition. In 1888, a sequence of circumstances led to an all-out media war between the two. Frederick Peterson and neurologist who served as the committee's chair hired Harold P. Brown to serve as a consultant. After numerous people died as a result of the careless installation of pole-mounted AC arc lighting lines in New York City in the early months of 1888. That's what we were talking about before. Now, you do realize, though, that this sort of happened nowadays. 
Thomas Edison would have been like canceled, like canceled. Oh, for sure, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, but everyone still loves him though, even though he made shit that killed everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm just making sense. Well, Harold P. Brown, all right, embarked on his own war against alternating current. Okay, he's like, I don't like your AC because people are dying. Mm -hmm. All right. So Peterson had assisted Brown when he publicly electrocuted dogs with AC in July of 1888 at Columbia College in an effort to demonstrate that AC was more lethal than DC. So wait a minute. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so he was a, a part of it and yeah. uh, assisted the, the Peterson guy and then turns around and says, I don't like AC. So here I'm going to show you what it does by killing a dog at a college. Right. In public. Ugh. And it's a real dog. And I've done it with multiples. I'm going to do it again. Yeah. She. Imagine what it could do to you. Right. <laughs> so Thomas Edison's West Orange Laboratory offered technical support for these experiments and an unofficial alliance between Edison Electric and Brown developed. Of course, he was in Edison's pocket. And they yeah. were deep pockets back then, too. Mm -hmm. On December 5th, 1888, Brown set up an experiment back at West Orange as Thomas Edison, member of the members of the press, and members of the Medico-Legal Society, including Elbridge Gerry, the head of the death sentence panel, watched. In awe. <laughs> Brown conducted all of his experiments on animals larger than humans. What? Using alternating current, including four calves and a lame horse, which were all operated under 750 volts of AC. I just imagine a horse sitting back going, I don't want to go outside. I don't want to eat hay. I don't like doing anything. It's like Eeyore. Yeah, because you're lame, dude. Set <laughs> <laughs> him to the electric chair. Get it lame. So All right. Stupid. Anyway, I know. So the Medical Legal Society uh, advocated using 1,000 to 15,000 volts of alternating uh, electricity for executions based on these findings. And newspapers emphasized that the voltage used was just half that of the power lines that run over the streets of American cities. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we know what it did to the one dude at like 3,000. Right. So we're going to do it at 15. But it doesn't make any sense. Wait, why are we going to cut it in half? I, I, don't, I don't understand it. Probably because it's maybe more expensive, maybe? I mean, maybe. <sighs> or maybe that's how you create black holes. Oh. I feel like everything nowadays, that's my new thing on the show, by the way. Everything creates black holes. Everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Everything. Which, by the way, I've been absolutely enamored with the whole... James Webb thing. Oh, my God. Uh, I went to bed last night, and I'm like... I was talking about it because we were playing uh, Yahtzee with Charlie and Ooh. my wife. Yahtzee. Yeah, and uh, we were just talking about it in mid-game or whatever, and so I went upstairs and I just started looking. Because you can go on the, uh, I think it's James Webb, it's JW something something, where you can actually look at all of the, uh, it's via NASA, you can look at all the, the new images. Yeah. Dude, there's some crazy shit. Yeah. Like, you can actually see a black hole. Warming. I saw that one. Where, where it's, it's, they're not sure if it's forming or if it's actually already there, but you can actually see stuff being sucked into it already. Yeah, I mean, it's 13-some-odd billion years old. Right. Or away. Right. Or whatever you want to say. Maybe that's the universe's butthole. I mean, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> no, that's us for sure. <laughs> we most definitely are the universe's butthole. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just weird to me that they used half the... If you know that it killed a person right. immediately, right. then why not just use that exact same voltage? Maybe they want to torture them. Or maybe maybe it, uh, the the um, the equipment needed was way more. And maybe they were trying to make it more... Um, uh, efficient. Cost efficient. Yeah, it's cost efficient. Smaller. You yes. know, smaller. More yeah. effective. More effective. Yeah. Yes. yeah. 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 
So Westinghouse denounced these experiments as biased self-serving demonstrations intended to, con to constitute an outright attack on alternating current, and he charged Brown of working for Edison. How dare you, sir? You dick. <laughs> Where's my pillow? <laughs> so members of the Medico Legal Society, including electrotherapy specialist Alphonse David Rockwell, God, I love the names, Carlos Frederick McDonald, and Columbia College professor Louis H. Laudy, Oh, Lordy. <laughs> We're tasked with determining the specifics of electrode placement at the request of death, uh, the, the death sentinel, uh, sentinel sentence panel chairman Gary that we talked about earlier. Okay. So now they're trying to figure out where the electrodes go. Right. Right. So if we're going to use this and they're fighting about this, they're, they're literally like, listen, let them fight about it. Where the fuck do we put these things? <laughs> How about here? No, that's his ear, dude. What would you put on his? I don't know. How about here? That's his asshole. Does it work? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Give him one last wild go. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so they resorted to Brown once more for the technical support. Treasurer Francis S. Hastings, who appeared to be one of the key figures at the company, tried or trying to portray Westinghouse as a peddler of death, dealing in that damn AC current. Fuck AC. Tried to acquire a Westinghouse AC generator for the test, but discovered that none could be acquired. Hmm, I wonder what that is. Oh. Well, Brown requested that Edison Electric Light supply the, uh, you know, the Edison company here, uh, supply the equipment for the test, okay, which uses the DC, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. They ultimately used Edison's West Orange facility for the animal testing uh, they carried out in the middle of March in 1889. Now, Austin E. Lothrop. God, the names are amazing. <laughs> the superintendent of prisons petitioned Brown to create the chair, but Brown declined. Oh. Dr. George Fell, the guy with his dogs mm -hmm. created the final designs for a straightforward oak chair deviating from the suggestions of the medico uh medico let um uh, <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> medico legal society by moving the electrodes to the head and the center of the back oh god mm. <laughs> look i got a bad back man you know what i mean that sounds horrible right or now maybe it'll fix it <laughs> i mean i didn't think about that all right back ain't gonna hurt if you did yeah well, I guess that's true. It's, oh, it's going to fix it, all right. <laughs> oh, it'll fix it, all right. So Brown did accept the responsibility of locating the generators required to run the chair. With the aid of Edison and Westinghouse's main AC competitor, the Thomas Houston Electric Company, he was able to uh, covertly purchase three Westinghouse AC generators that were being retired, ensuring that Westinghouse's equipment would be connected to the first execution. Ooh. Edwin F. Davis, the first state electrician, a.k.a. Executioner. They called him a state electrician. Yeah, they called him electricians. <laughs> and now we have actual electricians that don't execute people. <laughs> that is so fucked up. So what do you do for a living? Well, I'm, a, I'm actually uh, an electrician for the state. Oh, that's, I didn't know the state actually had electricians. That's fantastic. You work on towers or houses or buildings. Or, no, I, I, I execute people. Oh, well... <laughs> all around the country, <laughs> all around the stage, yeah, well, or, you know, right, at a, at a good, prime facility. Yeah, goodbye, then. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, he was the state electrician for the state of New York, and they constructed the electric chair, right? See. So, this guy, the first electrician, constructed the electric chair. That's so fucked up. <laughs> Joseph Chaplou. 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 <laughs> who had been sentenced to life in prison after being found guilty of killing his neighbor with a sled stake, became the first victim of New York's new electrocution legislation. Mm. Okay, so that's uh, the first person uh, to be fried in an electric chair, huh? Yep, with it up in butt. <laughs> <laughs> the electrician? But I asked for the pillow! <laughs> this is bullshit! 
So William Kimmler, who had been found guilty of killing his wife with a hatchet, was the next prisoner on death row. Kimmler filed an appeal on his behalf with the New York City uh, or the New York uh, Court of Appeals, arguing that the use of electricity as a manner of execution amounted to cruel and unusual punishment that was in violation of both the federal and state constitutions of the United States. Damn it! I feel like that was just more because it was new. Yeah, of course. It's yeah. it's like if someone had a ray gun and they used that for executions, people would be like, "That's cruel and unusual," even though it just disintegrates them instantaneously. Every time you say ray gun. Or anytime someone says that, I think of Ray Liotta. I always think of zombies, but okay. And I just, I just love that. It, thinking to myself that someone shoots it and it just goes. All my life, I was a gangster <laughs> the whole time. That's so stupid. It's amazing. It's a, it's a Ray. So it's a Ray Liotta gun. That's so stupid. <laughs> then why are you, why are you laughing? <laughs> I'm imagining it, but I see it in the B movies on the stage. Like all my life, I was a gangster. <laughs> yeah, all my all my life, I was a gangster. I mean, he uh, he's uh, just passed away recently, didn't he? Yeah, unfortunately, Is he? Yeah, did he? he? I think I believe so. He did. did he die? I don't I know. He, he was amazing. I think he did actually. And if he did, he was to you. Did you hear James Con died? Mm-hmm. Last like what was a week ago? Week and a half ago? Yeah, I think it was last week. Yeah, yeah, that so sucks. Exciting. If you guys don't know who James Con is, of course he was in The Godfather, but he was also the dad in Elf. Yes. He was just amazing. He yeah. played a bunch of cool roles. You ever see the movie with Adam Sandler? And yeah, that's my boy. He no, was the, the, no, the, the priest or whatever. No, the father was he? Yeah, he was the boxing father. He was Irish. He had an Irish thick, thick Irish accent. Oh my god, I don't remember him being in that. Dude, it was a. You got. Oh my god, you got to watch it. No, I'm talking about the one with uh, Damon Wayans and um, 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 I can't remember the da- Bulletproof. I think it's Bulletproof. Bulletproof Monk. No, Bulletproof. So the th- premise of the movie is Damon Waynes was a police officer or bounty hunter, one of the two, can't remember, okay. that actually had a, uh, he got shot, all right, and had to have a, a plate put in his head. So, you know, technically he's bulletproof. Oh. And he had to go and apprehend a uh, uh, criminal, mm-hmm. and the criminal was the guy who shot him, who was Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's actually a pretty funny movie. I'm not going to lie. It's really? pretty good. Yeah. It's uh, mid-90s, late-90s. It's called Bulletproof? Bulletproof. Oh. Yeah. God, I don't even know how I remember that movie. I, was, I haven't seen that in fucking forever. Anyway, he was in that. It was off the wall. Yeah, yeah thank you. Mm. Anyway, back to the deaths of the electric chair. So, anyway, so he filed an appeal saying cruel and unusual punishment, right? Mm. Okay. Kimmler's petition for a writ of habeas corpus was rejected by the court on December 30th, 1889, according to a long decision by Judge Dwight. Would you like to hear the decision? Yeah, of course. We have no doubt that if the legislature of this state should undertake to prescribe for any offense against its laws, the punishment of burning at the stake, breaking at the wheel, etc., which we've talked about those back in the day when we did, like, medieval executions and shit or torture devices. Mm -hmm. Remember the breaking wheel? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he continues, it would be the duty of the courts to pronounce upon such an attempt to condemnation of the Constitution. The question now to be answered is whether the legislative act here is to subject to the same condemnation. Certainly it is not so on its face, for although the mode of death described is conceded to be unusual, there is no common knowledge or consent that it is cruel. It is a question of fact whether an electric current of sufficient intensity and skillfully applied will produce death without unnecessary suffering. In other words, he's saying, we don't know if it's cruel, because you're dead afterwards. (laughs) You can't really tell us. (laughs) You know. Wow, that fucking hurt. See, that's cruel. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, that's basically what it says. Like, we don't know. And as long as it's done correctly and skillfully applied, it'll just produce death without unnecessary suffering. So what a pillow. 
<laughs> I, I really want to see if we can like get, get, a, get a hold of our congressman or something like that. Dude, we got a great idea. Dude, <laughs> don't use the gel foam. You got to use either the memory foam or a goose feather down pillow. Absolutely. They weigh the most. I think it'd be awesome. Yes. Yeah, why not? I mean, I mean, I guess if I had to choose. No, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> so on August 6th of 1890, Kimmler was put to death in Auburn Prison in New York. Edwin F. Davis served as the <clears throat> electrician. <laughs> Kemmler was rendered unconscious after being exposed to 1,000 volts of AC electricity for the first 17 seconds. Okay? Mm-hmm. So 17 seconds. That's it. Uh, just, oh, I just want you guys to think something real quick. Um, let's see. So does, does that mean first 17 seconds he was unconscious? Or no. For the first 17 seconds, he it was, was flowing exposed through to 1,000 volts. Not 1,500. 1,000 volts of okay. AC electricity. So ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three, four, five. I can't keep going. <laughs> Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. That's how long they were frying him. And he didn't die. <sighs> right. His heart and respiration were left unaffected. Yes. Yeah. So in other words, it knocked him the fuck out. <laughs> and of course, it had to have been painful as shit. Well, I mean, or did he kind of like it? What does he like jerking off to it? <laughs> Shock me again! <laughs> it's Quagmire on the stand. You're like, oh my god! Stop it! No, I like it. Do it again. Quit it! Shock me again! Yeah, no, no. Grab the gun. Where's the pillow? Do it, electrician. Do it. <laughs> Can I call you my electric daddy? <laughs> do the electric boogaloo on me, daddy. <laughs> god, you're shockingly handsome. <laughs> So he didn't die, all right? So Edward Charles Spitzka and Carlos F. McDonald, the attending doctor, stepped forward to examine Kimmler, okay? Now, this is the guy that put a a petition to the court saying, cruel and unusual punishment. Talk about karma. Yeah, and they're like, nah, you'll be all right. You'll you'll die. It'll be fine. Yeah, you're going to die quickly. Don't worry about it. So Spitzka allegedly said, quote, have the current turned on again, quick, no delay. Oh, he yelled, have the current turned on again, quick, no delay. So he was telling them, like, hey, turn that shit back on. <laughs> After making sure Kemmler was still alive. But the generator required some time to recharge. So he's sitting there basically baking. A 2,000-volt AC shock was administered to Kemmler on the second attempt. So they doubled it. Yes. Okay, the skin's blood vessels burst, bled, and caught fire in the vicinity of the electrodes. <laughs> oh my god yeah. this dude totally knew before even doing it he's like listen man I-, I know you guys are gonna put me to death but this sounds fucked up <laughs> you know like i just got a feeling about i got a really bad feeling about this and he wasn't he was oh my god yeah it took roughly eight minutes to complete the execution we're not gonna sit here for eight no, minutes but you guys not. know how long that is <laughs> A reporter who witnessed the execution reported that it was, quote, a horrible scene, considerably worse than hanging. And George Westinghouse subsequently said, quote, they would have done better using an axe. And they would have. Yeah. Which is, you don't, why don't they use the guillotine anymore? They, I know uh, France was using it up until, uh, I want to say like the mid 80s, I think. Yeah. Maybe late 70s. I want to say it was almost 90 because what's his face from uh, uh, Lord of the Rings uh, was uh, uh, and uh, Count Dooku. Count Dooku was in France for the last guillotine act. Yeah, I want to say, it was, look it up real quick. I think it's, uh, I think it was the seventies. Regardless, though, that's still pretty modern. Yeah, it, it, that's such a quick 
even though now they're saying yes, the brain can live for like eight minutes after it's decapitated or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, but they don't know that if you're electrocuted too. Right. right. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It's just so um, weird. In 1981. In 1981. Okay. Wait, what? All right. Last execution. No, 1977. I don't know how to it read. It was 77. Yeah, okay. 77. Late 70s. Okay. Yeah, 81, they outlawed it. All right. Well, that and capital punishment altogether because France is a bunch of wusses. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. No, no. They'd rather... Listen, we are not going to do the executions anymore, but you can have as many cigarettes as you would like. <laughs> Here, I enjoyed the whole box. <laughs> just make sure to uh, pay your taxes. Okay. <laughs> So following its adoption by Ohio in 1897, Massachusetts in 1900, New Jersey in 1906, and Virginia in 1908, the electric chair quickly replaced hanging as the most often used form of execution in the country. How? They just watched this dude's blood (laughs) catch on fire, and we're like, that's what we want to do. His blood caught on fire. His blood. His blood vessels. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) what the fuck? Oh yeah, and Ohio was the first. So. Yeah, of course, of yeah, course it were. Hey, yeah. Ohio! <laughs> and if you're new here, that's where we're from. Yeah. Yeah, we're from the great state of Ohio, and uh, right outside of Cleveland. Yeah, and uh, yeah, apparently we jumped right on that shit. So death by electrocution was either legal or actively used to kill offenders in 26 U.S. states: the District of Columbia, the federal government, and the U.S. military. The military could do it. I mean, oh boy, yeah. Like if you found like treason or or for like like hostile uh, enemies this is back before terrorism, I would imagine kind of thing. So maybe it was just POWs. Oh my god, I kind of want to look into that and see how many people like the U.S. military executed. Well, you know what? It might have been for like court martials and shit, maybe or like some. I think we know how many people the U.S. executed. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about because they're probably listening right now, and I love my government. Thank you so much. I, I'll pay my taxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I does. I mm-hmm. does. And all my guns fell off in a boat. I- <laughs> <laughs> Until the middle of the 1980s, when lethal injection became the method of choice for carrying out legal illegal executions, the electric chair re- remained the most popular execution technique. Okay? And as we talked about earlier, you know, it's kind of fucked up. Just saying. Just a little bit. Kind of fucked up. Yeah, just a little bit. So the 19, in middle of the 1980s, so I was born in 76. Were you? Which is funny because... I was alive, technically, for the last guillotine hanging. Yeah, you were, you were old when that happened. I almost said guillotine hanging, which would totally would be amazing. I mean, technically, the, the guillotine blade does or blade does hang, so you're yeah. not wrong. But it's guillotine exolution. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, dude. We are bad today. <laughs> I want to apologize to all of you right now who are listening to this. And I know that normally when you listen, you're like, John's going to fuck up a lot of words. Well, today, I feel really embarrassed. <laughs> So I apologize to all of you. Eh, you know what, though? You guys know how it is. Anyway, so, I mean, I just think it's crazy that I was alive not only for these, for the electric chair, which to me seems still kind of modern, yeah, but, like, the guillotine. That's crazy. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? That's how fucking old I am. Yeah. You son. You was around when the dragons and dinosaurs were rocking <laughs> That's around. right. That's right. I was there when people were like, or God said, let there be light, and then he hit the switch. I thought he just handed you a Bud Light. No, oh. I wish. Damn. I'm so old, I fart dust. <laughs> <laughs> so it appears that other nations have thought about employing the technique of the electric chair, occasionally for unique motives. Oh, boy. From 1926 to 1987, the electric chair was also used in the Philippines. In May 1972, uh, Jaime José uh, Basilio Pineda, uh, Pineda and Edgardo Equina 
Aquino, right? I'd mm -hmm. say that, right? Were killed um, uh, in a well-known triple execution, okay? For the 1967 kidnapping and gang rape of the young actress Maggie De La Riva. Jesus. Mm. Legal, uh, lethal injection was used instead of the uh, electric chair when executions resumed in the Philippines after a break in 1976. Yeah. Well, Jesus. A triple execution. Like, did it happen all at one time? They all sat on each other's laps. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's fucked up. That'd be amazing, though. They didn't have a pillow big enough for all three of them at um, once. <laughs> excuse me, sir. Um, we only have one chair, but we have to kill all three of them. Um, Hold on, I have an idea. Hey, guys, we're going to take a picture. Uh, you, you sit on his lap. And then him sit on it, it'll be funny. It's great. Throw up the peace sign. Right, ready? Ready? <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, bitch. <laughs> so some accounts claim that uh, Ethiopia tried to use the electric chair as a means of capital punishment. According to legend, the Emperor Menelik II purchased three electric chairs in 1896 at the urging of a missionary, which is fucked up, but was unable to put them to use since uh, his country did not have a stable source of electricity at the time. Can you imagine being him and being pissed? Like, he's, like, you know, ruling. He's an emperor. And mm -hmm. the guy comes over. He's like, listen, you need to get three of these. And he gets them and he plugs them in. He's like, you can't fucking use them. We don't have electricity. <laughs> what are you t Why didn't nobody look at this? Jesus. Ah, it's fine. Put him, put him in my bedroom. Anyway. <laughs> and the chains, too. Yeah. So Menelik II is rumored to have used the third electric chair as a throne. Hey, I was just saying. Well, the other two chairs were either utilized as garden furniture... <laughs> <laughs> or gifted to guests. What is going on? Hey, you had a really good time at my party last week, yeah? <laughs> I want to give this to you. Oh, what is it? It is an unused electric chair. I would take that immediately. Oh, 100%. I swear to God, if someone you, were to give that to me, I'd be like, fuck yeah. Would you plug it in? Nah, no. Oh, okay. I don't know, maybe. I kind of would just touch it. Oh, shit. Yeah, like when you get a new taser. You're like, oh. <laughs> But dude, how menacing is it that, like, he used it as a throne? You know what I mean? Like, if he's sitting in a, a method of execution, mm -hmm. so, like, his, uh, his uh, min not minions, the people underneath him mm -hmm. were coming in or whatever, and he's sitting there just in his electric chair like this, probably twirling around one of the electrodes. Do you think, like, it was, like, Frankenstein's castle kind of thing where they're, like, the little... The little coils are like little little jolts of lightning going around. Maybe. Or he had a guy behind him just cool. going Zzzt, all the time. <laughs> Cracking a whip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like literally hiding behind him. He's like, do it again. Zzzt, zzzt. <laughs> now you will listen to me, won't you? See what I can do? So some accounts um, claim, uh, well, again, that they, yeah, anyway. So during the Royal Commission on Capital Punishment, the results of which were released in 1953, the UK explored lethal injection in addition to lethal, uh, it, what? Explored lethal injection in addition to lethal injection. This was last night. Yeah. yeah. A little tired? <laughs> Very yeah. tired. Yeah, or drunk. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so they basically lethal injection, the electric chair, the gas chamber, the guillotine, and gunshot are yeah, as alternatives to hanging. And again, we know gunshot is the way to do it. If we're yeah. going to do it, let's just do it that way, man. It just is first of all, it's way less expensive. And second of all, there's a one hundred percent like rate on that. Mm -hmm. Like like it's going to work each time. I know. Fifty percent of the time it works every time. <laughs> No? Yeah. I think yeah. it's 40% of the time. Anyway, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was going to say the pillow would be 100% too. 
I mean, but I feel like they'd have to fight. Yeah, probably well, about unless, like 14 minutes worth of fighting, too. Unless you Nobody. knock them out with something. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't know. Anesthesia? Yeah. Just, a little chloroform? Just, they're like, here, does this smell funny? You know? A little chloroform on his face? Actually, chloroform in the movies, it shows that like it takes like no yeah, time. It, it actually takes, takes quite a, a, a few minutes for it to actually work. Well, depending on the dosage. <laughs> here, drink this. <laughs> what is it? Pure chloroform. <laughs> <laughs> grab the pillow Ah. so um, the commission came to the conclusion that hanging was preferable to the electric chair in no specific way okay Mm -hmm. in the UK the death penalty was abolished for the majority of offenses in 1965 and uh, uh, the UK and they're very in like Canada Mm -hmm. they're I don't want to say lenient I'm not trying to say especially because I know we have a lot of Canadian listeners and UK listeners but when it comes like their their life is like 25 years. You know, there are literally people in Canada who have like, uh, there was a dude on a bus that decapitated this one guy on the bus Mm -hmm. and actually like got out on leave and shit and he's floating around somewhere right now. Because he mental, but they also take mental illness a lot more seriously than we do. Yeah. So I guess that, I guess that kind of makes sense. I'm I'm just talking myself into wanting to move to Canada. Anyway. Okay. So in 1895, I've never been to Canada by the way. Same. We should go. I know that's like, what four hours away i mean yeah it's like what two hours on boat yeah we gotta go yeah, yeah. Could, canada yeah. we're coming for you buddy <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we're sorry in 1894 serial killer lizzie holiday was given a death sentence via electric chair however after a medical committee deemed her crazy jesus says crazy governor roswell p flower reduced her death sentence to life in a mental hospital see that's that's good yeah uh, Maria, they, they still use electrical treatments in the. Yes, they do. Different kind yes, of. Not as yes. much voltage. Yes. But Which still I, enough to make your vessels go. I've actually had uh, uh, shock therapy before done on my shoulder. I had it done before where they actually put like the things on you and it just it makes your whole arm go. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I've had like that too where they, it's like a, it almost feels like someone's like vibrating super, super fast right in your like back or whatever to release like spasms. Okay. What are you talking about? Because that's not what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm not shaming anybody. Hey, you got my spasm out, yeah, right? Whatever you do, you do. Hey. However you check your prostate is fine by me. All right. <laughs> Not that low. <laughs> I'm just saying. So um, uh, Maria Barbella, a second woman who received a death sentence in 1895, was exonerated the following year. On March 20th, 1899, Martha M. Place at Sing Sing Prison became the first female to be put to death by electric chair for the murder of her stepdaughter, uh, Ida Place, who was only 17 years old. Oh, man. That sucks. Yeah. Eh, well, fuck her, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck that chick. So Ruth Snyder, a housewife, was put to death in the electric chair at Sing Sing on the evening of January 12, 1928, for the murder of her husband in March of that year. Tom Howard, a news photographer, snuck a camera into the execution chamber and captured her in the electric chair as the current was put uh, put on for a front-page story in the New York Daily News the next morning. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine walking on the street, grabbing the newspaper, be like, I wonder what the sports section looked like today. Oh, my God. What is going on? Oh, my God. Well, that, that picture continues to be uh, one of the most well-known instances of photojournalism. That yeah. is insane. Imagine the time. I don't I think I've ever start. seen it. I got to look at that. I got to look that picture up. Look it up. Yep. Post it on our socials. 
On July 13, 1928, a record was set at the Kentucky State Penitentiary in Eddyville, Kentucky, when seven men were put to death in the electric chair, one after the other. Seven men. Listen, man, Kentucky, we know you already have a derby. What are you doing? <laughs> Seriously. Like, you guys are taking it too far, man. George Stinney, an African-American boy, was electrocuted at the... Oh, yeah, I know about this one. This is fucked up. Was electrocuted at the Central Correctional Institution in Columbia, South Carolina on June 16, 1944. You heard me right. An African-American boy making him the youngest person ever to be put to death by the electric chair. Okay. Um, I think he was... I think it was... Well, how old was he? Was he 12? You don't have it in here. Um, George Stinney. I think he was 12. I want to say he was 12. I don't know. So in 2014, a circuit court judge annulled his sentence and reversed his, con- his conviction on the grounds that Stenny had not received a fair trial. Of course, after he was executed, the judge found that Stenny's legal representation fell short of his constitutional rights as guaranteed by the Sixth Amendment. 14. 14 years old. Yeah. Because he talked to a white woman. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is that the right one? Hold on. No, I don't think that's right. Mm, oh, no, I think it was like a rape case, wasn't it? And they, they accused him of it. He was 14. Mm, wrongly convicted of murdering two young girls, Betty June and Murder. Mary okay. Emma. Yeah, it was murder. Yeah. 14 years old. Yeah. Anyway, and I apologize for my my misremembrance of that. I know there was another one. Oh, that was the dude that was, uh, he was actually either drugged behind a truck or something like that. Because, God, it's, the South needs to fucking come with it. Anyway. <laughs> So they, uh, the judge found that, again, his legal representation fell short um, of his constitutional rights as guaranteed by the Sixth Amendment. Following the Gregg versus Georgia ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court in 1976, John Spinkelink was the first person to be electrocuted on May 25, 1979. He was the first person to be put to death in this way in the U.S. since 1966. Linda Lyon Block was the last person to be put to death in the electric chair without having the option of a different execution technique on May 10th, 2002 in Alabama. Damn, the South, again, like, come on. Is that that picture? Yeah, that's the picture. Did you post it up on our socials? No, not yet. Make sure you do. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's kind of, it almost looks like a sketch. Yeah, it's what it does. It looks like, like a sketch, but that's uh, the first image. It's weird. Yeah. Ooh. But, I mean, he was trying to be sneaky about it, though, so it might have just been, like, the blur afterwards. And then he kind of, like, fixed it or whatever. And he kind of, like, doctored it up a little bit. Meh. But, I mean, like, had the whole, like, face mask on and stuff. Was that to keep the eyeballs from popping out? That's what they say. Yeah. yeah. That's what they say. And, and blood coming out the nose and ears and stuff like that. Yeah. Catching fire. Mm-hmm. Mm. Pretty fucked up. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, May 10th, 2002, Alabama. Last one, Linda Lion Block was the last person. So, there's that. On the day of her execution, the condemned, or on the day of execution, the condemned prisoner's legs and head are both shaved. So this is how this is how it goes right now, folks. When you think about the electric chair, and I'm sure you've all seen movies and you've seen like certain things like The Green Mile and everything else, which is a great movie, by the way. Never seen it. Well, Sid gets mad at me because I don't. I'm like, I don't really want to watch that. I don't like sad movies. It is fantastic. My life is kind of sad. It's sad, but it's not at the same time. Anyway. So, whatever. I mean, I get the premise of it. It's a good movie. <laughs> so, um, so of course, their legs and head are both shaved, right? The, uh, the prisoner is led to the chair and placed there before having their arms and legs firmly restrained with leather belts to prevent movement or struggle. Why would we want them to struggle? The prisoner's legs, again, are shaved and electrodes are fastened to them. A hat covering his head is made of a sponge soaked in salt, water, or brine. Of course, you got to have that connectivity there. Yeah, you know? that conductivity. Yep. 
To avoid presenting a gory scene to the onlookers, the prisoner may wear a hood or be blinded. Or blinded? Blinded. And it's because, yeah, they say that your eyeballs can actually out of your head. And or melt. I've heard they can melt, too. Like Beetlejuice kind of melt? Yeah, like melt. Like literally. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's great, isn't it? I hope, mm. I hope you guys aren't eating. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> the execution starts when the prisoner is told the order order of death and given the chance to say one last thing. You know, their, their last words, their last statement. What do you want to say? Where's the pillow? <laughs> I really want the pillow. <laughs> Alternating current is delivered through a person's body in several cycles. And, you know, with changes in voltage and length to fatally harm their internal organs. Sounds fucking horrible. The initial stronger electric shock between 2,000 and 25,000, or excuse me, 2,000 and 2,500 volts is meant to induce instantaneous unconsciousness, ventricular fibrillation, and eventually a heart attack. The goal of the second weaker shock between 500 to 1,500 volts is to fatally harm the organs. Again, like, think about that. Yeah. Ugh. A medical professional examines the prisoner for signs of life once the cycles are finished. If none are found, the medical professional notes the moment of death and waits for the body to cool because you can't touch it. It's a little warm. Fucking hot to the touch. Uh, Before removing it to prepare for an autopsy. The doctor alerts the warden if the prisoner shows signs of life and the warden would often order another round of electric current or, rarely, postpone the execution, which actually happened to a uh, Willie Francis. Yeah. Hmm. And that whole thing, like, if you, what is it? If you survive the electric chair three times, they let you go or something like that. It's That's a total myth, yeah. folks. Yeah. yeah. The reliability of the first electrical shock is uh, to consistently cause rapid unconsciousness, as pr- uh, proponents of the electric chair sometimes say, is disputed by opponents. According to witness accounts, electrocutions gone wrong, again, Willie Francis and Alan Lee Davis, and results of post-mortem investigations, the electric chair is frequently unpleasant during executions. We knew that before we adapted the fucking thing. Before these states, Ohio, before we (laughs) jumped up and said, hey, we'll fucking take that. You know what I mean? Before we did that, we knew. We saw what happened with the fucking first one. And (laughs) people are stupid. Jesus. Oh, my God. I like to think that we came a long way. No. I think we've gotten worse. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The electric chair has drawn criticism since in uh, a few cases, the victims were only put to death after receiving many electric shocks. As a result, the practice was called into question as being, of course, a cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> in an effort to uh, allay these worries, Nebraska implemented a new electrocution procedure in 2004 that required the delivery of a 15-second application of electricity at 2,450 volts, followed by a 15-minute wait period during which a representative checks for signs of life. The current Nebraska protocol, which calls for a 20-second application of of current at 2,450 volts, was introduced in April of 2007 in response to further concerns voiced about the 2004 procedure. So, so hold on. Mm -hmm. Lots of volts. Lots of volts. That's close to what killed that very first guy that we talked about Mm -hmm. in the very beginning, okay, when they first learned what the whole arc reactor did to everybody. Yep. Okay. Mm -hmm. And... So now we're doing that. We just kind of came full circle mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. And now we're just going to wait like mm-hmm. 15 minutes. Yeah. After we zap them for 20 So what is it seconds. like, you know, smoke them if you got them? Is that what happens? I mean, they so, might, if they're not smoking, we didn't get them. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Poor 
person. <laughs> so sad. Before the 2004 protocol revision, okay, the a first application of current at 2,450 volts for eight seconds, a one-second interval, and then a 22-second application at 40, 480 volts yeah. were given. The cycle was performed three more times after a 20-second rest. What the shit? Hold on. Let me, uh, I just got to figure this out here. So, big one. Okay. Mm-hmm. A one-second interval. So that means like wait, right? Mm-hmm. And then a 22 second, I'm not going to do it, application of. It's like a. It's like, it's like, getting the, train, a, it's like the train to resuscitate them. Yeah. Like bring them back to life so they can zap them again. God, we just have no idea what we're doing. This was in 2004 when we actually have a pretty good idea on how the body works for the most part. How your heart works. So let me zap you after I just zapped you and hopefully bring you back to life so I could zap you again. Yes. Sick motherfuckers. It, 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 you think that's what it is? It's gotta be. <laughs> I mean, a, a 22 second, and it was performed three times. Yeah, it's like, well, if we can't get him the first time, see if he jumps. Oh, he's gonna jump again? Oh, let's do it again. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh my God. People are fucked up. Yeah. And those guys decided this and aren't in the electric chair. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Interesting. So remember earlier we mentioned Willie Francis? See. Si. Right? Well, he tried to escape the electric chair in 1946 and uh, reportedly screamed, quote, take it off, let me breathe, when the current was turned on. It turned out that an inebriated jail officer, a drunk jail officer, a drunk state electrician. <sighs> Sorry, I'm okay. Okay. And convict had illegally set up the portable electric chair. so (laughs) hold on let's just put this into perspective here so you got a drunk jail officer Mm -hmm. it's like hey you what's your name again you want to help me set up the chair yeah I'll give you a donut tomorrow and they go over and they set it up (laughs) right have no idea what the fuck they're doing nope and, oh, my God. Anyway. Yep. In a case titled Louisiana X. Rel Francis V. <laughs> Ressweber. Wow. That's the case name. Yeah. Attorneys for the convicted person contended that, although not dying, Francis had indeed been put to death. And he technically was. Mm-hmm. Right? Francis was put back in the electric chair and killed in 1947 after the argument was rejected on the grounds that re-execution did not violate the double jeopardy provision of the Fifth Amendment to the United States Constitution. Uh, yeah, it's uh, not a perfect system. No, no, no. <laughs> Far from it. <laughs> that is, That is like saying the sun's kind of warm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we also said, mentioned Alan Lee Davis earlier. Uh, he had been found guilty of uh, murder, uh, was put to death in Florida on July 8th, 1999, using old Sparky, the yeah. electric chair. Yeah, old Sparky. <laughs> Pictures of uh, Davis, uh, his injured face, were taken and afterwards uploaded to the internet, which is fucked. According to the results of the study, Davis had started bleeding before the electricity was even turned on. Probably from anxiety. And the chair had performed as planned. Okay, it did its job, right? Mm -hmm. Old Sparky. He's like 100 for 100 or whatever it is. According to Florida's Supreme Court, the electric chair is, again, not, quote, cruel and unusual punishment. When flames sprang from Pedro Medina's skull during his execution in Florida in 1997, it stirred much debate. Did it really? 
<laughs> really? Of all things. I mean, what? Some flames. So. I mean. I just, Blade just keeps running through my head when he stabs a vampire with a stake. I wonder if they took. And know, they just kind of. Just yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, so it uh, uh it uh sorry. <laughs> Medina's brain and brain stem were damaged by the initial electric surge, which caused him to pass away quickly, according to an autopsy. Well, I mean, I guess that's good, right? Yeah. A court determined that, quote, unintentional human error, rather than any flaws in the quote, apparatus, equipment, and electrical circuitry of Florida's electric chair was to blame for the occurrence. So it was human error. Yeah. You know, it, it, listen, don't blame us. Blame the guy. Yeah, it's the guy. Blame it's the, the electrician. The fault. electrician, right. Blame, yeah. blame the fucking guy. Look, you didn't pay him today. My, my chair works perfectly fine. Here's the problem. Every time we do one of these, it is performed by a human. Mm. Right? Mm -hmm. The setup... Like, even the lethal injection and stuff, there's been times where people have put the wrong dosage of certain things because it's usually, like, it's a cocktail of, yeah, like, three different like three, things. Yeah. And sometimes they put too much of one and then not enough of another, and then instead of it working the way it's supposed to, it just fucks them up. Yeah. You know, human error, mm -hmm. again. So we we really, if we're going to do this and we're going to put people to death, and listen, I am a proponent of the death penalty when it is absolutely 100% proven, admitted by the, the, con, or the convicted person, and there's DNA evidence, scientific evidence, everything else. Like, it's 100%. I am 100% for it. But that is like a fucking minutia yeah. of the people that are put to death, especially in the past. Right. You know what I mean? There's been so many people that have been, after their death, exonerated from DNA. Like, well, well they actually didn't do this. <laughs> oh, whoopsie. <laughs> you know? My bad. It's, it's stupid. So anyway, I am a proponent when it's 100% inequivocal. Like, that's it. Right? right? But that human element of fucking it up? That's not, I, I understand the whole, this motherfucker's a horrible person, he's a monster, he did these horrible things, or she, whoever it is, but you still can't do those kinds of things. Right. Right? Right. Unless you're a pedophile, then you're, you know, the father should go and just beat the shit out of him with a fucking hammer. Yeah. Okay. That's just my two cents. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Louisiana legislature modified the manner of death in 1940. As of June 1st, 1941, electrocution was the only option left. At first, Louisiana's electric chair was moved from parish to parish to carry out execution since it lacked a permanent location. So they would just, yep, get the, get the chair. <laughs> We're going down to Billy's house. <laughs> Typically, the electrocution would take place in the jail or courtroom, oh my God, of the parish where the condemned prisoner had been found guilty. In the courtroom? Mm -hmm. <laughs> nope, you're guilty. All right, we'll get the portable. We're going to just do it right here right now. So everyone can just stay. stay. We're going to take a five-minute hiatus. Go grab your coffee, some donuts, a little baby, a little popcorn. And, oh, uh, you're going to get popcorn. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to. Or what's even worse is when they're sitting there and it's like, do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? So help you God. <laughs> it's like, yeah, man, this chair is uncomfortable. Gotcha! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> I'm just saying it's fucked up. <laughs> so the first person to be executed with an electric chair in Louisiana was Eugene Johnson, an African-American man who was found guilty of stealing and killing Stephen Bench, a white farmer who resided close to Albany. Johnson was killed at the Livingston Parish Jail on September 11th, 1941. September 11th. Yeah. Interesting day. Yikes. To house all executions in Louisiana, it was decided to construct an execution chamber in the Louisiana State Penitentiary in 1957. But of course, why not? Yeah. I mean, listen, man, if we're going to have a party, we got to have a building. You know what I mean? 
Uh, we just can't be going around willy-nilly taking it over to Billy Bob and, and Elma Sue's place. We got to have a spot for this. Yeah, the parish is saying handle it no more. Say what? The parish. It's just not handling right, it Right, exactly. You can't keep doing this. You know how bad the cleanup is to do it in the courthouse? Jeez. Someone's trying to come in there and get married, and there's burnt shit everywhere. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, so Elmo Patrick Sonnier, the prisoner who served as the inspiration for the movie Dead Man Walking, great movie, and Willie Francis were notable executions on the chair. The only, of course, he was the only inmate to, uh, you know, survive the chair and was executed again. Mm. Lethal injection was chosen by the state of Louisiana as the only execution technique in 1991 as a result of a new law. Andrew Lee Jones was the last person put to death aboard Gruesome Gertie. <laughs> oh, is that the electric chair's name? So we got old Sparky and Gruesome Gertie. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Sounds like my family members. Oh, yeah. On July 22nd of 1991, 87 executions took place using Gruesome Gertie during the course of its 50-year lifespan. The Louisiana Prison Museum presently houses it. Oh, boy. Death Row convicts referred to the electric chair in Louisiana as, quote, Gruesome Gertie. Again, it is also well known for being the first electric chair execution to fail. This is the one that Willie Francis was in. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you have... Uh... I mean, Listen, she was kind of gruesome. I, 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 yeah, especially after that one. I mean, I have a macabre, you okay. know, sense of you know things. Yeah. You know, I, I like horror, and I we I do this podcast for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? This is all I kind of do. You yeah. know? Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's kind of fucked up a little bit after hearing about the whole Willie Francis thing. And we're gonna put it on display in our museum. Yeah, eh, I'd go see it. I mean, I would go see yeah, it. Yeah, I'd go. Kind of want to sit in it, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Part my name in it. Logan <laughs> was here <laughs> and survived. <laughs> <laughs> Made it, bitch. <laughs> so the electric chair used in New Jersey state prisons, known as Old Smokey, is displayed in the, the New Jersey State Police Museum. Richard Hopman, the person responsible for the Lindbergh kidnapping, was the chair's most well-known victim. The electric chair in Tennessee and Pennsylvania both went by uh, <laughs> both, both the, uh, the moniker Old Smokey. Mm -hmm. So there's multiple Old Smokies. Yeah, there's a few. On top of Old Smokey. Isn't that a name of like a drink or like a uh, company that makes like... Old Smokey. That's a, uh, yeah, they make uh, moonshine. Yeah. yeah. It's like weak moonshine. I mean, it's very weak moonshine. It's, it's, uh, it's almost like water moonshine, but... It's, it's like whiskey is what they did. They made yeah. whiskey and call it moonshine because they put flavors and shit and in it or whatever. Yes. Um, I just think it's fucked up that there was a song called On Top of Old Smokey. Probably was talking about that. Oh, boy. Yeah, put that in perspective. Yep. Put that in your stuff and smoke it. Put that in your chair and light it up. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so Alabama in the U.S. has an electric chair called Yellow Mama from 1927 through 2002. She was uh, shocking people. The chair was first uh, put at Kilby State Prison in Montgomery, Alabama, where it was given the moniker Yellow Mama after being sprayed with a highway line paint from the nearby State Highway Department lab. The chair was created by a British prisoner in 1927. Wait, the chair was created by a prisoner? <laughs> God damn it, what is going on? <laughs> what? I, I don't think I knew that. Yeah. I, I didn't know a lot of this shit that's going on here. So, wait a minute. They had a prisoner. Like, build a chair, basically. Oh, boy. And All the right. guy that told him to build it, he wasn't drunk either. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is also in 1927 when they made this thing. Uh, it's the same year that Horace Devon was executed for the first time. 
Oh my God. I just don't understand this. I don't understand it. So remember we mentioned Linda Lion Block earlier, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. She was the last person, right? Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? It was Yellow Mama. That's what she was sitting in. Mm-hmm. And since then, the chair has been kept at the Holman Correctional Facility in an attic above the execution room. In an attic, just sitting up there, just looking at everyone like, I want to shock you. <laughs> I was going to say, I wonder if that's like a, a like a, a midnight horror like trail thing, like kind of like what we did down in, uh, what's, it, what's it called? Fair Lawn? Fair Lane? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 Can we like go to Alabama and like walk around the attic of this correctional facility? I really don't have any need to go to Alabama. No? No, especially after, after hearing all this. this. Yeah, especially after hearing all this. Sounds like a delightful place. Yeah, it sounds great. Mm, yeah. yeah. I'm probably going to shy away from there. Yeah, anyway. Since the introduction of lethal injection in 1979, which is now the standard procedure in all U.S. counties that permit capital punishment, the usage of the electric chair has decreased. Only the states of Alabama, Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky, and Tennessee still allow the electric chair as a method of execution as of 2021. That's last year. Yes. The laws of Arkansas and Oklahoma. Oh, Oklahoma? (laughs) Oklahoma. Well, that's a first. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. They allow for its application in the, in the event that lethal injection, we talked about this earlier, if it's, um, you know, ruled to be unlawful, right? right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you can't get it, then you can use this one, right? Right. Right. And again, only can, uh, the prisoners convicted in Kentucky prior to a specific date may choose to be ex- executed by the electric chair. In the event that the, the judge says, you know what, I, I, I just, again, I, I don't like lethal injection. I'm, I'm afraid of needles. You know, I, I really, needles make me queasy. You murdered a whole family, and I don't want you to have these needles. Yeah, yeah. yeah like it like, makes me uneasy. Yeah, it makes, it, it's not about you, it's about me. Right. I have to watch you die, so I'm going to be, right, I don't right. want to be queasy the whole time. I'm still going to be here when this is over. Right. Okay? And I I'm, have to deal with Right, this. I have to deal with this. So, we're going to say the electric chair. Yeah. It, yeah, is that okay? If you don't like that, then go get the fucking pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a pillow? Bite the pillow, bitch. <laughs> oh, wow. A little bit different connotation on that one. Oh, is it? Yeah, a little bit. That's not... Like, nope. nope oh. No. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, prison pillow. I guess it kind of works. Anyway. <laughs> so, again, Tennessee was one of the states that offered convicts the option of electric chair or lethal injection. And, uh, of course, the state, uh, you know, decided to approve enabling the use of the electric chair in the event that lethal injection medicines were not available because they are very expensive to get if bit. you can get them because again these companies are like fuck you man <laughs> like you guys are literally killing people right so the nebraska supreme court ruled on february 15th 2008 that the nebraska constant nebraska nebraska constitution forbids cruel and unusual punishments which includes death by electrocution so no more of that shit there before Furman in uh, v. Georgia, Oklahoma witnessed the last legal electrocution in the U.S. This occurred in 1966. The electric chair was used relatively regularly in post-Greg uh, v. Georgia executions throughout the 1980s, but as a lethal injection became more popular in the 1990s, its use in the U.S. Um, it decreased. Mm-hmm. The most recent electrocution, that of a Nicholas Todd Sutton, who was responsible for murdering two acquaintances and his own fucking grandmother in North Carolina and Tennessee from August to December of 1979 took place in Tennessee in February of 2020. Think about that. They're still doing it. A handful of states still give the death penalty option to the convicted, allowing them to choose between lethal injection and e-electricity. And now, boys and girls, it's your favorite part of the show. The 
movie review. Which top ten movies will make the cut today? Uh, Ta-da. <laughs> Ta-da. <laughs> ah. Holy crap, what a crazy freaking... Ugh. Yeah, a little weird, huh? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A little, a little bit. A little, little bit. bit. So we're today on the movies, we've decided that we're going to run through the uh, the top um, electric chair movies. Yeah. You know, Keep mo- it simple, stupid. Movies that have electric chairs in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? They might not be such a bad experience. You right. know what I mean? Right. So we'll start with number 10. And, and of course, I want to know if you even know any of these movies. Okay. All right. Escape from L.A. Seen it. Have you? Yeah. All I've right. Seen that and the, isn't that like a trilogy or something like that or a is two movies? Escape from L.A. and then it's like San Francisco, right? No, the first one was Escape from New York. New York. That's what it that was. was back in late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, it's my boy from Big Trouble in Little China, right? Uh, which is his name would be Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. All right. Kurt Russell. Funny story. Oh. Um, Charlie. She goes to school mm-hmm. out in you know in where she goes to school at. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a teacher there. Oh. And he just became uh, the United States' uh, uh, Teacher of the Year Ooh, in the U.S. Nice. The United States' is, I don't know why I said it like that. In the U.S. So he's the teacher. I believe it's, yeah, the U.S. Maybe it's just Ohio. Either way. And his name is Kurt Russell. Well, that's why he got the award. Swear to God. Did he also happen to have a really big semi? No. Not as far as I know. No? No. Are he seems like a nice guy, though. But are you sure, though? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Teacher, not a principal. He's a teacher, not a principal. Did oh. I say principal? I don't know. I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> so the folks on the bed that his yeah. name is Kurt Russell. His name is Kurt Russell. It's Did pretty they, awesome. But why would they call him Mr. Russell and be like, hey, yo, Kurt Russell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the answer to number four? Yeah. That, so, yeah, I just think it's kind of cool. His name is Kurt Russell. <laughs> that is pretty dope. Um, no, so that's Kurt Russell, yeah. And if you guys haven't seen it, it's the uh, the second one, basically, from you know where he's in the prison or whatnot. And What's his name? Uh, Snake Pliskin. Isn't that his name? I know. It's something. I'm snake. pretty sure that's his name. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Number nine is from 2001. It's Monsters Ball. Ooh, never seen it. Really? Yeah, I've never. It's heard got uh, it's got your boy in it. You know, I like mustard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Mm-hmm, I do. I, I've done this movie with Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. It's called Monsters Ball. Mm-hmm. She must have looked in my pants and saw my monsters as balls. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Billy Bob Thornton and. Uh, <laughs> And Halle Berry in that one. Yeah, it's a good movie. Interesting. Haven't seen that one? No. Um, number eight is Strangers on a Train from 1951. I do not know that. Neither do I. Yeah, I mean, we could go through and read it, but yeah, whatever. We'll just yeah, go through these. A couple quick. Strangers on a Train. Yep. Number seven is Gothica with uh, Halle Berry. Again, she's on the list twice here. That's pretty crazy. Interesting. She's yeah. in a few movies with electric chairs. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> number six, 1989, The Horror Show. Never heard of it. I've never heard of that one either. I, Yeah, whatever. Number five, Ernest Goes to Jail. Why is that on this list? Because he was electrocuted from in the movie. And he was like, the whole time. And it like made him like talk backwards and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It was. Yeah. I see that movie, by the way. I don't know if you can pick up on that. Yeah. So you've seen Ernest Goes to Jail. Okay. Know what I mean? Hey, Vern. Anyway, so... um. So that's 1990. Yeah, uh, Ernest goes to jail. Uh, number four, You the Living from 2007. Never heard of it. Yeah, same. Number three, love this movie, Sin City. Yes, I do love this movie. This but- is when they killed. Uh, they put him in the electric chair at the end. It was the big guy. Yeah. Uh, what is his name? Uh, Marv. Was it? Yeah. Marv. Yeah. Played by. Uh, the 
dude who played uh he was Rub in the dub what <laughs> wasn't that the guy from the whatchamacallit Thanos no no, no. you sure no yeah Josh Brolin no are you sure oh no yeah it's the younger dude never mind however he was an Iron Man 2 as the villain in that oh yeah he was in uh oh god I love this guy why can I not think why? of his it's damn like name it's like something isn't it like Something Russian? Like no, it's Anatovsky? not Russian. No, what are you talking about? No, you silly bastard. Um, what's his name though? He's the bad guy in Iron Man Two. His name is. I'm trying to look it up myself real fast. Everyone's like, "You fucking assholes!" What the fuck is his name? Because <laughs> wasn't he in? Uh, wasn't he like? Oh in my red? god! Why can I think of this? No, he wasn't in Red. Mickey Rourke. Damn it! Yeah, that guy. I, I said that. Mickey freaking Rourke. Yes. Mm. So Marv, right? And that uh, what happened? He gets electrocuted or yeah, whatever. He gets electrocuted, okay. Yeah. Number two, great movie, Constantine. I hear they're coming out. So I go in here soon. Yeah, that's what I I keep hearing that. But I also hear that he's going to be the new Ghost Rider. Please don't. I don't think Keanu Reeves would fit the Ghost Rider aesthetic. You don't think so? No. Why? Because he'd come out all in flames and just go, whoa. (laughs) Playing a sick ass guitar. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> but the, I love Rufus. The, I love that this is in there though because he wasn't technically in an electric chair. He was just sitting in a really old ass wooden chair. And what's his face? E, not Idris Elba. Uh, what the hell's his name? Uh, I love him too. But he, yeah, like, I know cracked, you're talking about. the lamp on the floor with the holy water and shocked him. So technically, it was an electrified chair. It was electrifying sitting in said chair. Correct. Yes. And the number one, of course, Tom Hanks mentioned this movie earlier, The Green Mile. Love it. It's a Stephen King adaptation. It is a fantastic movie. If you've never seen it, it is kind of a, it's kind of fucked up. It brings, a bit a tear, of a, brings a tear to your eye. A little bit of a tear joker. Almost like of my Simone. Yeah. You can ask for <laughs> my, why is my watch going off right now? Shut up, bitch. Anyway. <laughs> So anyway, so yeah, that those are the movies for this week. We just went through them real quick because I mean it's kind of an obscure thing to even talk about movies with um, electric chairs in them. Yeah. So there it is, and hopefully I want to know if you guys have seen any of those, especially you know Green Mile. You've never seen it. I've never seen it, and I will never watch it. Why? Because again, if I want to watch a sad movie, I'll just relive my whole life. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was the fucking electric chair, and holy crap. Yeah, that's a be uh... <sighs> Make sure to stop over to our official website, themidnighttrainpodcast.com, and at our website, you can buy some super sweet <laughs> merchandise. Of course you can, at our store, where you can find all kinds of really cool, like our second America's second favorite or whatever podcast like that. Probably. <laughs> Probably, yeah. That's awesome. The, uh, the the Jersey Raccoon t-shirt, hats, cases, like you name it, we got all kinds of stuff over there. Also, make sure you check out uh, Dr. Squatch Soap Warrior there because uh, we love ourselves some Dr. Squatch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, of course, they are changing the way that men approach hygiene by providing all-natural, high-quality, healthy products. You guys hear me talking about this every freaking week, and it's great stuff. I love it. Funny story. I was getting in the shower this morning. Mm-hmm. My drawer. I have a drawer. Oh, you know, for in my bathroom. Yeah. And um, my wife looks down and she goes, "Why do you have all those soaps?" And I just looked at her. I was like, "Mind your business, woman." 
No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't say that. I was like, because they're awesome. Yeah, and I just, I, you know, I always, I collect them. And like, I try to get them. And whenever there's something new pops up, I want to have it because I don't know if I'll get it again, you know? Yeah, true, true, true. Yeah, so anyway, you can get 20% off your first subscription. Just head over to the midnighttrainpodcast.com. Click on sponsors. And, uh, you know, just click on the, uh, the the code in there or the, the banner. Use the code. Get yourself some really good soap or get it as a gift for someone. And again, if you like what you heard from us, and hopefully you did, because holy shit, what a freaking story. Consider being a producer of the show. Uh, head over to uh, the midnighttrainpodcast.com. Click on the Patreon button or go to patreon.com forward slash accidental dads. Listen, it's five bucks. You get bonuses. You get all kinds of cool stuff. I mean, what else do you want? You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Five bucks. Yeah, it's what? like a gallon of gas right now. That's, yeah. You know what I mean? That's so shitty. I know. But Sucks. It is going down though. I, I, yeah. I saw it. It was like four twenty six today. Where? Uh, end of the street. Oh, friendship. Yeah. No, oh, no, no. Other way. Oh, speedway. Yeah. I'm not going there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's like five bucks. You guys get all kinds of bonuses, and we really, really, really do our damnedest to make sure that like there's content coming up all the time for that. And there's content from our other podcast that you should be checking out, Icons and Outlaws, especially if you like music. And of course you do. Yeah. Who doesn't like I music? I mean, if you listen to us, you have to like music. I don't mean, you don't have to. You don't even have to like us. I mean, <laughs> yes, you right. do. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Midnight tra- uh, Train Pod. Or no, it's actually not Midnight Pod. I don't know what it is. Just look up Midnight Train Podcast. <laughs> you'll find it. Instagram at the Midnight Train Podcast. TikTok, the Midnight Train P. And on YouTube, the Midnight Train Podcast. All right. And also, please make sure to rate us on Spotify and or Apple or anywhere else you listen to your favorite podcasts. Yeah. Because that's just going to keep moving us up. We are now on the charts oh. in, in Russia. Oh, yeah. In the UK. Yeah. In... Uganda. Wait, really? Sort of God. Oh, yeah. That is amazing. I know. I'm so excited that, that we were on Uganda. And uh, uh, Australia. Oh, Australia. Uh, Australia. Austra- Australia. Aust- Australia. Is it? Is that? That was Australia. Also, New Zealand. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. We're there. Are, are we on the charts in Hobbiton? Where? Hobbiton. I don't even know what you're saying. That's in New Zealand. No, I don't know. It's the whole country. Not just- no, but like. I don't know. What are you? Yeah, we're we're on the charts in one city in New Zealand. That'd be awesome, though. <laughs> we are. We're on the New Zealand charts. So That's thank crazy. you guys so much for getting us up there. And of course, we're you know on the U.S. charts and stuff like that as well. Canada. I uh, I don't. I think we're. I think we, I don't know. I have to look. But whatever. But it's just really cool that we're that back cool. on those charts and just moving up. So do us a favor. Rate. 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 Yes. Tell your friends about us. Thank you for just doing that. We can't thank you guys enough for all your love and support. Truthfully, seriously, we can't thank you enough for what you do for us, especially our freaking poopers. That's really loud. See me turn it down real quick. That was real quick. That one's so loud. (laughs) A very special thank you and just our dedicated love to our fearless executive producer, Patreon poopers. Amanda Denz, Chris Lucas, Zachary Danielson, Joseph Aramo, Margaret Dempsey, Kelly Ryan, Nathan Diekman, Hank Sanchez, Stussy Laconan, Nicholas Cooper, Caitlin McKinney, Trent Scott, Spencer Dunlap, Jacob Cook, Maggie Brothers, Albert Lopez, Miles Campbell, Brian Gunzelman, Colleen Cox, Pumpkin Escobar, Mac Doherty, <gasps> Turner Cox, Sydney Sayer, Gina Madison, Janet Sherrell, Chad Flint, Chris McLeod, Justin Kowalczyk, Rob Webb from the Fun Box Podcast. Please make sure you're checking out the Fun Box Podcast. Christina Skelton and Jessica Bartolome from the Sister Skelton Podcast. <gasps> Make sure you're checking out the Sister Skeleton Podcast because they are absolutely amazing. Maria Gibbs, Chainsaw. What the fuck? Jigsaw, Rick Resler, Courtney Batchelor, Katie Brabinick, and of course, our boy, Bill Birch. 
Good for you. I actually got through that for the first time ever without screwing up anyone's name. I know. I was waiting for, you know. I'm, I'm feeling really, really proud of myself right now. Yeah. It's you guys. I'm getting the love from our poopers is what yeah. it is. You've been messing up all episode just to make it up for the best people. <laughs> Wait to the end to not fuck up. But you know what? That's the most important part. Of course. Their names. Those people are the most important part. So I feel good that I didn't mess those up. I'm actually feeling pretty good now. You deserve a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Do I? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, except, yeah. We're drinking... Uh, uh, it, well, let's see. It's a really shitty beer. It it rhymes with f- fud bright. <laughs> so gross. That's all I got in my fridge right now. I don't even know who beer it is. Anyway, thank you guys so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for doing what you do. You're amazing. And uh, listen, if you want your name to be mentioned at the end of the show, like the rest of those beautiful people, just do us a favor. Sign up for Patreon. Like I said, five bucks a month. There's also different tiers on there, too. You can even donate just a dollar a month. You don't get the bonuses for that, but at least, you know, you're showing that you actually don't hate us. So that's kind of... It's kind of cool. I like it. It's cool. So anyway, sign up, become a Patreon producer, and uh, listen, stay safe out there. Don't sit in any electrified chairs. Please don't. You know, don't Even do anything. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do anything where you might have to go to an electric chair. You know. Otherwise, we may have to talk about you later in the podcast. Right. Yeah. Just be good to each other. Yeah. And uh, choo choo, motherfucker. Now go home and get your fucking shine box.